On Lacrosse Talk on WIZM, I'm Mike Hayes, guest in the studio. So for the first time in, I don't know, I don't remember the very first time I called uh, uh, Jed Olson and said, Hey, Mike Hayes, WIZM, you're Aura Trails. I am, I'm old and fat, but I have done a bunch of your walking trails. I will probably not mountain climb or mountain bike, but I am all about you helping others to help you make all of that stuff available. And so let's talk. That was years ago. And now I get to meet Jillian Olson, who's the operations director for Aura Trails, at the same time, face-to-face. This is it's pretty exciting. I'm thrilled that you could both come in. Thank you uh, both uh, for coming in. And just a small list of the activities you've got uh, that are already on the books. That's, uh, you've got to be pretty excited about the success of Aura Trails, Jed. Yeah, that's right, Mike. I think we chatted last week and we talked about the 11-page newsletter that had you know, yeah. all, all of our different stuff in there. And, and so we've always got a ton of stuff going on. Um, I see you're wearing shorts and running shoes today, so that means that uh, you're ready to move around. <laughs> well, walking fast shoes, maybe. That's right, yeah. Um, and standing desk shoes. Uh, you've got to stop running, Mike. Uh, just walk fast, that's all. And shorts when it's warm enough to wear shorts. I am not that crazy guy in January. When it's 86 below and snowing like crazy, you will not say, hey, look, there's Mike Hayes. How do you know? He's wearing shorts. That's not me. Yeah, this, this, this weather this week is the, uh, the epitome of, uh, of Wisconsin. This is the week to be outside. Super, super nice. Uh, Jillian, what does the operations director for Aura Trails do? What do you do? Well, that might be the hardest question you could ask me because it feels like a little bit of everything. Well, that, you know, but. and that's a great answer. <laughs> you you got to have your fingers in everybody's business, so to speak. Well, I try my best to help things like projects move along, business operations move along, um, and just whatever I can do to help whatever we have going on keep the parts together and moving in the right direction. And everybody has their own area of expertise. When you're working on a, a project in uh, the Chad Erickson Park, uh, the forest, uh, with schools, uh, uh, all those different activities have different people in charge, so to speak. But when they've got questions or have a need, they come to you, don't they? Sometimes. Yeah, and they come to Chad <laughs> because he's done it before. How long have you been part? How long have you been Aura Trails, Chad? How many years? Yeah, so we've been. Uh the organization's about 22 years old, and then we've been Aura Trails for about 13 years. So we kind of had a rebrand about 13 years ago, cool. and we were very, very much, um, you know, volunteer run. And about two and a half, three years ago is where we made that transition to bring some staff on board, and that really has allowed us to just accelerate both the projects but also the awareness and the impact that we have in the community. Are there things that you're not doing that you wish you could do in the? I mean, aren't you already Absolutely. doing everything? Yeah, you know, you, you joke about our 11-page uh, newsletter, but our our to-do list is, uh, you know, we've got about 50 items on there. Are are different pieces that just continue to connect throughout our community, and every time we have a meeting or a gathering or event, you know, someone comes forward and they say, "Hey, there's this little piece in my neighborhood. I wish that we could do this or that," and um, projects like the Chad Erickson. Um, community for uh, the community forest at Chad Erickson Park, the Bud Hendrickson Trail. These are those things. They're not the Boundary Waters. They're not the Appalachian Trail. They're the little slivers in the pockets throughout our neighborhoods that really allow us to connect and and get outside. Well, it's the things that people can do and enjoy in a day. 
or exactly. an overnight and not have to make a big plan to go uh, to walk the Appalachian Trail. Right. And that's a huge commitment. That's a vacation. Exactly. It's well, far away. to some. <laughs> well, well, you know, no, I get it. It's a lot of work for a lot of people. But, I mean, you can't just say, hey, you want to go to the Appalachian Trail this afternoon? Exactly. Uh, the Boundary Waters today? Grab the canoe. Let's go up there and... We'll be home by dinner time. I always say I always say that we're uh, we're competing against Netflix, and Netflix is sold in twenty two minute uh, twenty two minute chunks. And yeah. so, if we can get you outside for twenty two minutes, that's the start. You that's know where how we want to be. It is. I spend a lot of time with a nine year old, and uh, and his mom, and his his uh, his cousin who's ten or eleven. And when they play together, the uh, common phrase shared is anything but screens. Hey, Mom, can we play in the hose? You know, we have a trampoline. Yep. So uh, the hose underneath, a sprinkler, sprinkler under, the, under trampoline. the trampoline is a blast. That's a classic can we put the? Uh, can we put, it's kind of cold. No, it's not. You're going to be cold. No, I won't. Okay, sure, go for it. Yeah. Uh, because anything outdoor in the cold, it's sunny, it's cold. The water that's coming out of that sprinkler is arctically cold, but it's better than a screen. So, that's right. Of course you can do that. Heck yeah. Yep. And getting on your bike and going for a ride or doing anything. Is that how it starts? Real simple kids just, uh, you know, when I can remember, well, we didn't have screens when I was a kid. But my mom said, "What you got to turn off the TV. That was the screen. Turn off the TV and go outside. There's nothing to do. Well, you have two choices. And then one of my sisters would pipe up. I know, I know. Find something to do or you'll find something for us to do. Which meant weed the garden right. or do some chores. Chores so, are fun. Yeah, the, no, two options. Not. Chores no, are horrible. Two chores or fun. Those are right. the two oh, options. Chores are fun, right? Yep. And it's really interesting that we very rarely couldn't find anything to do when we were forced to find something to do. And you guys, there were no organizations like that where I lived growing up. There's a ton going on these days, and that's really exciting. Yeah, one of the things that we see a lot, you know, we hear all these stories from folks. Um, you know, as long as you're more than, you know, 10, 15 years old, you, you have a when I was young story, right? And, and when I was young, you know, we could cut through yards and, and up and down, you know, the hills into the woods. And we hear that story from so many generations in our community. As our community gets broken into smaller and smaller pieces of property with housing developments and everything else, we really need to make sure that we protect those spaces and make sure that it's very clear that folks are welcomed into those spaces. Sure. So not everybody knows where the public land is or isn't, and so we got to help them figure it out. Is it difficult uh, maintaining that public land for people who want to walk, uh, people who want to ride their bike, people who'd like to ride their motorcycle uh, on a trail and uh, for a challenge? That's three different uh, modes of transportation. Is that also three different trails? It can be. Um, I'll let Jillian talk a little bit about this. She was actually just at the, I think it's called the World Trail Summit. International, International Trail yeah. Summit, yep. So Jillian can tell you a little bit about the, the different trail worlds all coming together. Yeah, so lacrosse is interesting because we don't really have much motorized use trails. We don't. It exists, but there, it's not in in a high capacity. Okay, and so is most, that because we don't have a high need? There aren't a lot of people saying, I want more motorcycle trails. Yeah, well, lacrosse's space is pretty limited. Is it? Yeah, okay. and so, right. you know, like with our geography between the bluffs and the river, we can't really expand much. North um, or south is it, yeah. Correct, yeah. yeah. So you head to northern Wisconsin or even like the eastern side of the state, and there's a lot more motorized use just because the space is there. Sure. 
um, lacrosse's trails are mostly... Well, same deal for snowmobiles uh, as often yes. as not because they have snow. Right. We have a lot of trails, <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, they we don't have as much snow. So I get it. So you got to put your dirt bike on a, on a trailer and go somewhere. That's right. Yep. But what we are really proud of is the trails that we have here are really great for foot traffic, bike traffic. Some trails are specified just for singular One use. Other, yeah. Most of them are shared use. Um, well, that's it's cool. Important. And are they, you know, I know that bicycles and automobiles don't always get along really well on the road. Do uh, walkers and bikers up in the trails, do they get along for the most part? I would say for the most part, yes. People I mean, are there's very... always going to be a butthead. You know, there's going to be somebody walking who's going to be large and in charge, likewise a bike who's not, uh, you know, who's grumpy. But for the most part, people get along. They, you know, they're... That's right, Mike. I think the, uh, the big thing is attitude versus, versus you know, if you, if you like to walk your dog or you like to walk hand in hand with your partner or you like to skip or bike or play Frisbee, as long as you're respectful... I think we, we do it pretty well, right? Yeah. But but it's those those people with attitude that that tend to um, create a bit of what we call that that goal interference. You well, cut that out, you folks. Cut <laughs> that yeah. out. I All hope right, they're not your listeners. Let's, yeah, your listeners are great either. people. I, I'm I, sure there's none of those issues. Uh, well, thanks for that. <laughs> uh, let's the nitty gritty. The reason you're here is to talk about a fundraiser to help cover the costs of maintaining all the things we just discussed. Uh, tell me about the uh, fundraiser. Yeah, so the big thing that we're pushing actually is uh, is, is more of a construction project right now. Um, we've all we always have some of those um, funding needs for maintenance, oh. but yeah. we're um, we are in the process of putting in a what we call an all abilities treehouse. So out in Chad Erickson Park, and again, the Erickson family has been a, a great supporter and partner with the City of Lacrosse to create a, a very accessible space at Chad Erickson Park, and. We're going to bring in a treehouse out there that you could um, come into the back side of the treehouse in a in a wheelchair or with any limited mobility. Cool. And as you come out to the front of the treehouse, you're you're elevated up above another trail, up above water. Um, and we have most of the money raised on this project, and we're just kicking through the very final um, the very final uh, push to to lock in the final funding for all the amenities that make the the treehouse and the space around it fully accessible cool. ada compliant and it's going to be an excellent addition so to come community. out to the treehouse project and uh bring some gloves and a 20 dollar bill yeah we're going to have a few work days out there um rotary east has always been a great partner in that in that uh chad erickson park area um and so we we partner with them we use uh, funds generated through lobster fest through private cool. um fundraisers and, yeah, we'll have some work days out there as well as um, those last bits of funding. Cool. Keep me on the loop. Thanks for keeping me in the, the newsletter. Anytime you're thinking, God, i got to push this thing, Jillian, I don't know, call Hayes. He'll talk to me because I love what you guys do in this community. Even though I'm not f- physically able to do it all myself, ride a bike up Granddad Bluff. I can't even ride the bike up the road, never mind. But I still support every – yeah. I got a $20 bill. To help somebody else do it, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Thank you both very much for coming over. Thanks, Mike. Nice to meet your faces. I don't get a chance to do that very often. It was fun.